Brain Dead Spirit Chasers The Rock NL. This is our first podcast. A little bit nervous, but we'll get through it. Hey, babe. Indeed, we will. We always do. <laughs> so, we're going to start off with something from our book. It's called Paradise Ghost House. We were contacted by a lady from CBC Morning Radio, which said she had a friend's house that she would like to investigate. So, obviously we took her up on the word. Considering it would be broadcast on Halloween. Which is pretty cool. So anyway, we showed up and asked the old homeowners to take us around and show us what was on the go and everything like that. And they brought us around and my wife, she's a little bit of a sensitive, so... When I enter into a home, the first thing I, I will do is stop and just basically have a quick look around. I'll walk off on my own and see if I can pick up anything. And if I do, the first thing that happens is I will start to breathe heavy and I will get a very heaviness on my chest. That will that would tell me basically... Um, if there are presence of spirits here, and if there, if I don't get that feeling when I walk in, then, well, I can't still say that there's no spirits there. It's just, I'm not feeling them. And that night we went in or not, she felt a little bit, especially in the back room. So in saying that now, this is part of our book. Radio host from CBC Radio Morning asked us there, and we said yes, absolutely. So we walked in. They brought us through the place and all that, and you could sense some things and everything like that. And we asked him about the hot spots and everything like that, and he brought us downstairs for some reason or other. I have no idea. And there was all these old pictures. I said, "Are." Did this belong to this home? He said, no, it was the previous owners. And right then and there, you get like a little bit of a, hmm, like that. There was an eerie feeling come down over me as I was going down over the stairs, too. Um, I started uh, breathing a little bit heavier. And as I went towards the pictures, um, everything seemed to get a little bit dark. And it caught me off guard because there was like, wind passed me on like past my back and it's just like everything just got eerie from there so what we done we took the pictures and we i think there was three or four of them we placed down in the basement on separate couches and um the stool and everything like that and he was okay with it because he didn't know where they belonged and they were getting all kinds of activity. So we placed him downstairs and we went up. We were going through and we had our EVP and our 
Fairfox and everything like that going. And now we had an EVP player uh, left downstairs where the pitches were too. So when we came upstairs, we started asking questions. And a little bit after that, we heard like sound a crash, sound like glass breaking. So we all went downstairs and there were pictures, uh, a picture frame was on the floor and the glass was cracked. So it was no way that these pictures could slide off the couch because we had them basically propped up. They're really good that they would not be able to slide off. So we took our EVP player up and as we were asking questions, we went through the EVP, uh, EVP player and we did catch a male's voice saying no. Now, my husband at that time asked if, there, if these pictures belong to you. And on the EVP player, we caught no. Exactly. I think what they were saying was, I asked if it belonged to the homeowner. And he said no. So in saying that, Pictures did not belong to the homeowner, which he already told us about. So it was it was kind of wild. So anyway, we back up. We went back upstairs. We sat down in the living room. The lady from CBC CBC was there, and she, she was taping everything. We started asking questions, and we were asking questions. Like we're really getting no response. We heard a few. Um, Footsteps in the background in one of the rooms and all that, but nothing, nothing major like that. And we started asking questions, and the homeowner was asking questions. And it was actually the lady from CBC noticed that over on the counter there was a light flickering. And the homeowner said, "He said, what are you talking about? A, a light flickering?" She goes, "Over under the cabinet, like you got a little radio." He goes. But that hasn't worked, like, there's no batteries, no plugs, no nothing, like, that don't work. And she goes, well, it lit up blue and all that. So then we started asking, so we, actually, we used that to our advantage then. So then we started using it to ask yes and no questions. So we told, you know, whoever was there, that the spirit, that if the answer was yes, put a steady blue light. If it was no, let it blink twice. And the funny thing about it was like, we were sat on the couch, not paying no attention. We were asking questions and looking over at it. And, and it was giving us responses to our questions. Like the girl was there. Can we move over closer? And we're there. Sure, why not? No one was like, this has, like, unreal. Like, his wife was out at the time. So we were there over asking questions and all that. Within probably 15 minutes, his wife came home. And she looked and said, what is on the go? And he goes, you know, we got the boys over and everything like that. And she goes, why are you over there? Because this is blinking lights and all that. She goes, impossible. Yeah, so anyway, Ray asked, uh, you know, the spirit to 
at like basically answer yes or no if he wanted the homeowners to stay or leave. And it was just one big steady blue. It never like it never went off for a little while. Now we don't know if the one steady blue was for if they wanted them to leave or if they wanted them to stay. But it was just like the questions we were asking previous, we were getting one blink one blue blink for yes and two blue blinks for no and all of a sudden, boom. Do you want the homeowners to stay or do you want them to leave? And it just stayed blue. Even the wife, she could not get over it. And we told her about um, picture downstairs, how it broke. We even brought it up. It was there in front of her. And she was like, she was totally amazed. Like, she knew we were coming, but she thought it would be over with. Now, excuse me, as a paranormal investigator, if you're going to go and do a place, you're going to spend an hour, maybe two hours, Maybe three, four. You gotta get in. You gotta investigate the place. Not this just coming in. I'll, I'll spend an hour and hope we catch something. That doesn't work that way. No. Sometimes it could take hours before the spirits will even feel comfortable. Um, you gotta realize. I mean, they don't know how long they've been dead. Looking at our equipment and looking at us. We're just basically intruders coming into their onto their territory. Absolutely, absolutely, and a lot of times, like you look at shows on TV and everything like that. Sure, they're lo they're using sophisticated equipment, but and honestly, you don't need that. All you need is an EVP player, a recorder, and maybe an SP7 spare box, which. Right now, you can download on your phone. Not only and that, that's all. Sometimes that's all we use. Not only download on your phone, but you can bring a radio. You can use a radio that's in the house and just start turning and tuning. It's the same thing. You're only going between frequencies. And, that's true. Yes. And spirits use the white noise to to interact with people. Well, it's the frequency. It's the low frequency that is drawn. It's the white like noise. The, yeah, the white noise. That's drawn, yeah. drawn them. Well, I, you know, I mean, I get, I get so excited, like, sometimes, like, when we're talking about the paranormal. I mean, like, people have asked us, like, so many times, like, like, to come to their home. And, like, we've done so many investigations. And, and as time goes on with our podcast, we will be bringing them up. And, uh, I mean, this is not the last podcast that we'll be doing. Oh, but, this is the very first podcast. Yeah, I but mean, it's just the reason I brought this up is because the story it was the first podcast that was associated with us. So now I'm like, okay, why don't we put our name out there? Let's do our podcast. Let's talk about our stories. Get people on the radio like um Newfoundland Paranormal. Newfoundland Paranormal. Dale Jarvis. Um, I mean, even you, the listeners. I mean, yes. feel free to call us at any time, or you can even email us. Absolutely, don't be shy. I mean, we would love to sit down and have a chat. I mean, mm -hmm. you can. We can do like you can FaceTime us or our messenger. 
we can get you on our podcast. Like it's it's gonna be amazing. Like when we left this place, the host from CBC Radio, like she was totally amazed. His wife was shocked, but he wasn't. And like he actually almost ran out of the place. Like <laughs> she was there, like, where are you going? He's there, I gotta go out for a second. Where they're like, come on back in, we gotta get through this. We heard a few footsteps, we heard like a no. But the question we asked for no was, are these pictures yours? And they said no. So it belongs to the family that was there before, which somebody actually did die in the house. So I don't know. I mean, are spirits real? Yes. Very real. There's no doubt about it. My first experience, I was nine years old. Out in Deer Lake. Um, <laughs> my grandmother passed, like, God rest her soul. She passed away a long time before. She sat on my bed and she said, Skipper. And I looked up and she vanished. I got up the next morning, went out. My mother, my aunt were crying. And the skipper passed away during the night. That's the first time I ever told this story to the public. But my nan appeared to me and said, Skipper, that's all she said, as she dissipated. I couldn't tell I couldn't tell mom and my Mary that okay, like this happened, because they're gonna think I'm like nuts. <laughs> so what do you do? But then again, that's how most people feel too. They don't want to share their experiences, afraid what people would say about them. Absolutely, totally agree. And to this day, no matter how long you've been not involved with the paranormal, but like any idea of the paranormal people these days like when you go and call somebody and ask it, like blah 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 about their house and everything can we come and investigate and they're, they're like no because it's not that they don't believe it's that they don't want to know about it and 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 again like i mean people don't want their names out there either and that is one thing that we will not do. We will not publish your name. Just your name that. will be, con be confidential. I mean, even if you did call in and be a part of the podcast, you do not have to disclose who you are. You can still talk to us about your experiences. Feel free. But when you do call in, do not say your name or anything like that because we can't go back and take it out. Just... Say you're from blah blah blah, your name is blah blah blah, and just start talking about what your interaction with the spiritual world or what happened to you. Yeah, I mean, and you can you can always drop us a line and let us know who you are. I mean, you know, you could always feel free. That's privately. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Send us a message saying who you are. It's not getting out there. It's no way. If you don't want to be public, it's not going to be public. We've we're having to do many investigations, and there's many times we never broadcast anybody's name or the place we were at, if they didn't want it. So, like I said, 
if anybody wants to join us, feel free. I mean, spirits, spirits are a thing. It could be a family member, it could be somebody from the past. I mean, if your house is haunted, it could not necessarily mean that it's family member. It could be something that you picked up at a flea market. It's plain simple, it's true. You could have picked up something at a flea market and... I had you, some kind of an attachment. You brought the spirit home, yeah, absolutely. And there are ways to get rid of it. There's an easy way, like contact us, or if it's really way over the edge, say demonic and all that, contact the church, which we can put you in contact with as well. But spirits, it's it's a natural phenomenon. It's it's a part of life. You don't know where you're going when you leave. You could be seeing the white light, but you don't want to go into it. You just want to stay where you came from. It could be demonic. Which is a totally different story. They just want to grab you and take you. There's all different kinds of paranormal. And if you need any help, we are there to help you. We are only just a phone call away. That's all it takes, guys. So, in that being said, we're going to end this first podcast. And we wish you all a good night. This is Spirit Chasers, The Rock and Hill, signing off. Happy hunting, all.